You're listening to episode number 28 of the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Guys, have you ever heard of the term community over competition? Mm, Yep, I bet you have. (laughs) And today we're going to really take a deep dive into what that term really truly means. We chat about the difference between community and competition, why fostering a spirit of community will actually bless your life for years to come, and why fostering a spirit of competition will actually crush you in the long term, mental health-wise and business success-wise. Then we even go into three practical ways you can cultivate a healthy community and make that a part of your life. In this episode, we talk about an analogy of being in silos with walls up all alone. And as an entrepreneur, it can get like so lonely. And when we let that spirit of competition run our lives and businesses, it's like being in a tall, isolated silo or fortress on a mountain, right? You might be successful, but you're alone. And do you want to have success in your life, but then look around and have no one to celebrate that with? No, right? (laughs) So if you're struggling with jealousy or comparison or feeling the pressure of competition and deeply desire to have a support system and community around you, then we hope you love today's episode. All right, ready, set. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, guys, welcome to a real and raw heart chat with Lindsay and Evie. Guys, today we are going to get very real and very honest with you about community versus competition, which we've all heard the phrase in the creative community, especially that community over competition. Lindsay and I believe so, so strongly in that. But in today's episode, we wanted to truly break down step-by-step why that is so important and a few tangible takeaways of how to begin to foster healthy community and relationship with your competitors instead of struggling with competition, with comparison, and feeling like you're I don't know, constantly fighting for your place in this industry, which will just tear you down. Yeah. And I think in this day and age, social media just plays a huge role in that. Mm -hmm. And when we always have eyes on everyone, I mean, back in the day that when they didn't have the internet, you didn't even have to worry about that. Like you literally had your eyes on yourself, which is honestly where it should be. Um, And we'll get into all of that. But I just think social media makes it so hard and it feels like we're just fighting constantly with this all these people that seem so perfect and 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 successful and accomplished and all of that and it it can be so hard and so we just wanted to encourage you in this episode and like Evie said, give you some tangible takeaways. So I think first we're going to dive into why fostering a spirit of community will benefit you. Like what is the benefit of community and why is it good? Why, like, why do we need to be in community, especially as entrepreneurs and especially as business owners that work from home? Mm-hmm. I would say the first thing is like, it is a lonely industry. Mm-hmm. Like if you work from home, you don't have, I mean, unless you have a team that works in person with you, it's, but it's, but if you're beginning, like you don't have a team, right? Like it's you 
in, at your computer, <laughs> on your couch, in your desk, in your desk, on your desk, at your desk. That's the word. <laughs> that is the preposition I was looking for. But it's it's lonely. And we we don't get to go to a workplace and, and talk with our coworkers. And we don't get to like flesh out with people. And especially if we're in maybe a small town where our friends aren't entrepreneurs and they don't understand maybe like owning your own business or they don't understand even a creative online business. Mm -hmm. It can be so lonely. And so I think that's the first thing is we need people who, who get us, who understand us. Like you need friends Mm -hmm. that can relate. That's honestly why, well, one, we love hosting workshops and events like that because you can, it gets you in the room with people that are Mm like-minded, but I would just say having support is everything when you work from home. Like everything. Yeah. I think on top of that, you know, when you do foster that support system, those people are going to be the people that you can bounce ideas off of. They're going to inspire you. They're going to challenge you. They are going to support you where you're weak. They're going to step in when you need help and they're going to pull you back when you're doing too much. Like those people are going to be the people who challenge you and encourage you when you need it. And yeah. not only is it to have companionship, but it's to actually stretch and challenge you in, in a myriad of ways as an entrepreneur that is so necessary to have those sounding boards to bounce ideas off of and to vent to, to go to for encouragement and to support them as well as an entrepreneur. I think there's many times where even you and I, Evie, have like we've been in a situation where we don't know how to respond to somebody or something, or we just bounce ideas, like creative ideas off of each other because like we, we have each other and we have obviously other community and friends in this industry and even out, but it's, it's just so good to like have that person that you can send a text to or an email to and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Is this a good idea? Mm -hmm. Um, or even just like voice messaging, like we have multiple friends that we do that with and that are in not necessarily the same industry as us as like either educators or photographers, but even in just business in general, it's so healthy to have those. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. And not only is it important for just the community aspect, but it's also important to build that those connections as your network, those people that you can go to, to be like, Hey, I need a referral or a recommendation for this. Hey, I need access to this in my business. Hey, I have questions about this and you know this person who can help me out here. So networking and having those connections that will actually further your business is also such a great benefit of fostering community and connections. Honestly, I feel like one of the number one ways that you can grow your business successfully is like you you have to have network. You have to have connections. Yeah. Um, Like you can't do it alone and you can't build your empire alone. Yeah, for sure. I think the the last thing that I will say on like why fostering a community and a spirit of community and everything that you do will really benefit you is the final thing. And one of the biggest is guys, when you are not focused on competing with other people, when you are able to take your eyes off the competition and it's not always you against them, you are able to focus on you and your business and what your audience is needing and your clients are wanting. And you are able to stay so much more focused, way less distracted, and so much more productive because you're not trying to keep up with Jane down the road. You yeah. are trying to be you and you are you are focusing on you and your clients and your customers. And that, guys, is one of the most powerful things that you can do. 
Mm. Well, that actually leads perfectly into like kind of the antithesis of all of that, which is, so we just talked about why fostering a spirit of community will benefit you. But now let's talk about why fostering a spirit of competition will actually crush you. And Mm -hmm. the first thing is kind of exactly what you said, but in the opposite aspect of if you spend so much time focusing on keeping up with with Jane down the street or keeping up with the girl that you see on Instagram and trying to beat her or trying to be her and trying to one-up her in your own head, that's going to completely eliminate your ability to be innovative. It's going to completely innovate or completely innovate, completely eliminate your ability to be creative and to really hone who you are. Like that, that mindset is so destructive when we just constantly are focusing outward on everyone else and trying to beat everyone else instead of really stepping into our own and, and, owning who we are and the beauty of that. Yeah. And look, your brain space, guys, is so valuable. Your mental real estate is super, super valuable to you as an entrepreneur. And you need to guard and protect that with your life. And when you are filling it with that competitive spirit where you need to keep up with her and you need to do what she's doing and you need to beat her at that and you need to, you know, you're constantly focusing on little stupid things like that, you're taking up really freaking valuable mental real estate that should be focused on, okay, the next big idea. How can I improve this experience for my customers? How can I change this sales funnel to, you know, really reach more of them with what I'm actually providing? You know, you're, you're taking up space with something so trivial as, okay, she just hit 10,000 followers. I need to hit 10,000 followers now because I need to keep up. Like that's stupid. You shouldn't be spending your time focusing on that. Spend your time focusing on bettering yourself and bettering your business. The next thing I want to add to that is as a business owner, you're like, yes, you need to know all the tools. You need to know the strategies and the tips and the tricks, like all of that. But I feel like people underutilize the mental part of running a business and being an entrepreneur. You have to have a healthy mindset. You have to be healthy mentally and you have to be confident and own your worth. If you are any ounce of, of like not comp, what's the opposite of unconfident, 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 insecure, (laughs) insecure. That's the word. (laughs) If you are any ounce of insecure in yourself, that's going to come out in your business. That's going to ooze out into everything that you do. And when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people that you see online or that you're even friends with, if you're having that jealousy or that seed of of unworthiness, that's going to affect your business. And if you can crush that, if you can say and actually stand confidently in yourself and be like, I believe in myself, then you're, you're not going to have to deal with the issue of, of feeling like you're never going to measure up because you're confident in who you are and that is going to make your business soar. So we, we got to get out of this mindset of feeling like we're never enough because in that little bubble, you're always going to be looking at other people to give to be like, oh, what should I do? They're successful. I should do this. And it's just like, it's this cycle that's so not healthy. Yeah. And, and there's a difference between, you know, looking at people from a competitive, jealous, uh, unhealthy perspective and looking at people for inspiration and education and encouragement. Um, and, you know, yeah. to, to follow a really successful entrepreneur on social media or to read their books or to follow their podcast or anything like that, it that's not necessarily like you looking at somebody in a, in a negative way. That's great to gain information and education and to learn from, you know, their, their trial and errors and their experiences, their successes, their failures. That's a great thing. But 
if you're looking at them from the perspective of jealousy or competition or I need to beat them, I need to become them, that's when it becomes really, really detrimental to you as an entrepreneur. So there's there's definitely a significant difference between that. We're not trying to say don't ever have eyes on other people. We're saying don't ever have jealous eyes or competitive eyes on other people. Yeah. Well, and I'll just throw out a little tip with that, Evie, what you just said. If if you are feeling those seeds of jealousy and you can recognize it, mm-hmm. then even if it's somebody that you love personally, but you find that jealous spirit coming out of you every time you see their content or, or hear whatever, then unfollow them. Like yeah. get them out of your viewpoint or out of your life in the aspect of of seeing them every day. So that way you can like focus on you. If yeah. that's if you know that's a roadblock, then just like remove that stone from the road. And another thing that you can do with that that I usually do, especially if you're connected with that person enough that you maybe have a personal relationship with them or something like that where it's you couldn't unfollow them without feeling like that could really, really damage that relationship and burn a bridge and they want to understand and that sort of thing. I've had that happen myself. I mute several people that I find myself struggling to see their content regularly. That's what I choose to do. So I mute their stories and I mute their posts. So that way I'm technically still following them, but I'm not actually seeing any of their content. So also... I low-key didn't know you could do this until like a, like a, just a little bit ago, and I didn't know how you could do it. And I realized if you go onto a, someone's account and hit the follow button, it looks like you're going to unfollow them. But if you hit that, it has a drop-down thing, and the drop-down thing, you're able to mute them. I just wanted to throw out that because I know a lot of other people <laughs> probably don't know logistically like, oh, wait, how do I mute someone on, on Instagram? That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's one yeah. like practical tip if if that is coming up in your life. Just unfollow them or just mute them. And just to like finalize and like out this section of like why fostering a spirit of competition will crush you is because if you are so in your head about not creating community and and being the best and focusing on on your business so much that you forget to let other people in, you build up these walls and yeah, you sure your business might be growing so successfully, but if you have these walls up, you're almost like a silo or a fortress. Mm-hmm. And maybe your fortress is on the top of the mountain. Maybe you're the best of the best, but if you aren't consistently opening your heart and letting people in and getting feedback and having healthy relationships and fostering that community, when and instead you're just your mindset is all about the competition, all about being the best, you're going to be very lonely at the top. Yeah. Whether you're at the top or the, I mean, obviously you can be anywhere. You're just going to be lonely wherever you are. <laughs> exactly. So, so don't build up your, your walls so high that you never let anybody in, which I know is, is almost hard as you grow a business and, and people want more things from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's something that I've personally struggled with, but I, I always want to remain open with an open heart, open hands, open palms or whatever the heck. And, <laughs> and, and remember to let people in and not mm-hmm. be like so high and mighty that I'm like, oh, I'm the best, but I'm alone in it. Like, you know, like it just, yeah, Yeah. that's just my thoughts. (laughs) Amen. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. 
Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. Hey, Heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Okay, I want to switch over just a tiny bit and give you guys some practical takeaways of three ways, essentially, to foster community over competition and practical things that you can begin to do um, to really foster that connection in that community. So number one, guys, this might seem not super practical, but I want you to actually remember this whenever you feel those feelings of jealousy rise up. So I'm going to say it and then I'll, I'll talk to you. First, just remember, guys, that you are different. You are unique and your story, your journey, and your business will look different as well because of that. So when you are able to own that and step into your own path, that's where the magic happens. That's where stuff clicks into place. That's where you truly are where you're meant to be and you can just run. You're not mm. fighting against you know, the brush and the brambles in the middle of this dense forest. You're on your path and you're able to, it's smooth, it's straight, you're, you go. Um, and uh, something that I want to say with that is whenever you feel those feelings of, of jealousy, of comparison, of competition rising up, I want you to sit back and maybe write down some, some practical things that you are proud of yourself for, that you love about yourself, that you are doing well, because that's going to remind you, hey, this is about me and and. 
I'm different and that person is different. I'm unique. That person is unique. This isn't about me against them. This is about me doing what I am called to do in my life. So maybe just even when you feel those feelings rise up, step back and write down some practical ways that you know you're different, that you love about yourself. And maybe even write down, if you feel brave enough, write down some ways that they are different that you cheer them on in as well. Yeah. And something that I want to add to that, especially whatever industry you're in, whether it's a product or a service, there's probably other people out there that are selling the exact same product, maybe a better product, maybe a cheaper product, right? There's there's so much, or a service, it can be a product or service. I was just using product as an example, but <laughs> there's so much out there, right? And it can feel easy to feel like you're in a swamp of, of just everyone and you're lost and you're alone, or maybe a sea is a better analogy. I um, mean, you're just floating on a sea and you're, you're like, how am I going to stand out? But with what Evie just said, w- one, you don't have a monopoly on the industry that you're in. You are not the only one selling that service or product. There is a million other people out there doing the exact same thing as you. But what you do have a monopoly on is you. You are literally you, right? There's only mm. one of you, unless you're like a twin, but even then you have personalities that are different. <laughs> um, so you are you have a monopoly on you. You are the only one and that that is your special power. So if you take the blinders off of everyone else and focus it on really truly you and showing up authentically as you and not looking at everyone else, not trying to be what everyone else is, not trying to do what everyone else is, then that's where the magic happens like she said. And when we when we consistently consistently focus on doing what everyone else is doing, we're not actually going to be successful because all of our journeys are unique and different and mm-hmm even though somebody did something a certain way that might have been successful, if you try to do the exact same thing, you're not them. You're you. So it's going to look different. It's going to be different because God didn't make you to be Susan if you're a Cheryl, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I'm going to leave that there. (laughs) Oh, and then I love it. Well, guys, remembering that you are different will tear down all those walls of cutthroat competition and jealousy. It's just, it will smash those walls, that silo to smithereens. And that is so, so necessary to have those walls down in order to build community. And Mm. I want to give a practical example for, we get asked, Lindsay and I get asked regularly, how are you and Evie, you and Lindsay, able to have a really close best friendship and a business partnership, and be competitors because we are so similar. But the thing is, yes, we're similar. Yes, we have similar brands. Yes, we have similar styles. But I'm Evie. She's Lindsay. We're different people. And we are unique and we are different. Even though we do have similarities, we are very different. And so that we honestly like never struggle with competition with each other because we've embraced who we are and we cheer each other on in our own uniqueness and we support each other where we're similar and we support each other where we're different because we are not the same person with the same personality. We're we're different and that is what fosters such a healthy community and connection between the two of us is we're not trying to be the other person and we're not trying to beat the other person. Mm. That's a word. Great. <laughs> All right. Number two on ways to foster community over competition is to remember that there is always, always room at the table. It's not you or them. It's you and them in this together. You 
do not have to do this alone. And there's always room for more. When you see this oversaturation in whatever industry you're in and think, oh, I'm not good enough to join that. I could never do that. There's not room for me. There is room for you. Mm. Stop believing that lie that, that you cannot fit in or that you are not good enough to be at the table or in the room. You are good yeah. enough. Yep. Mm. Mm, that's so good. Some practical ways to begin to implement that and and foster that room at the table is to set up events, set up meetups, one-on-one hangouts, you know, whatever that looks like with your community that shows that you're building that community and seeking those connections. Um, another way is to give referrals to peers, ask them questions, guys, humble yourself with those relationships. You don't have to know it all and you don't have to be perfect and be put together. So humbling yourself giving them a referral, uh, asking them a question, giving them a recommendation, things like that. Another way is to invite them to work alongside you. So have, you know, a monthly work date with a few people from the surrounding area or, you know, invite them to come and attend an event with you or something like that. Just invite open connection and community with people around you. And if you are sitting there thinking, I have no one around me. First of all, I think that's probably not true. But let's say you really have fought for and sought community so hard for so long, and there truly is not a single soul within a hundred miles of you who could you could possibly connect with, who is a living, breathing person, then start fostering a virtual community. Get to know people that you love and respect on social media, um, whatever that looks like. Get their phone numbers. Start having FaceTime days and 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 things where you connect virtually as well. Although yeah. in-person is great, virtual is also so great. Well, what I would add to that is that honestly, one some of my, almost all of my best friends nowadays, now I said that weird, nowadays, <laughs> um, I met online. Yeah. And originally we were just online friends and now we're best friends that have met in person and love each other. And so even if you do start like a a friendship online, do what it takes to to cultivate that and foster that and then get in the room with them in the future, like make it do a trip together. I've met some really great photographer best friends and we've went on trips together. Like I went to a workshop a few years ago with uh, one one of my friends, Alex, and we went to New York City and then I visited her in Washington. And so it was just, it's so cool to create those relationships online and then take them offline and be in person. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would definitely recommend that. Another question I think that often comes up with this is, well, where do I even find people? And I'm like, guys, it's not that hard. Join a Facebook group, search mm-hmm. hashtags, like find people that you look up to or or that like you just have heard of or that like if you are a photographer and you're like, oh, I don't have any photographers in my small town of Arkansas. Well, then get online and search Arkansas photographer hashtag or, yeah. or get in a group of second shooters in Arkansas or like whatever. Um, just don't wallow. And instead, do something about it. Don't wait for community to come out to you and to, and to approach you. If you're lonely, if you're struggling, then then get out there and, and try to foster that community yourself. I love that. Oh, man, freaking preach it. Praise hands. All right. Final thing, number three. This is a very practical and very challenging <laughs> thing that we should begin to implement as we start to foster community over competition communicate what you're feeling. Mm. I know it's I know it's real scary. I know that probably makes a lot of people cringe inside right now, but you need to communicate and a, 
have healthy communication if you are going to have healthy community. It just, they go hand in hand. It's not one or the other. They have to be together if you're wanting to have healthy community. So if you are feeling competition rising up on your end, step back, get real with yourself, with your own heart. Ask yourself the question, why am I feeling this? What is going on in my life that's making me feel less than this person and want to fight against this person? What has triggered this for me? Why am I feeling this way? So be willing to admit that you're wrong in that situation, that you need to calm down, or be willing to acknowledge that you are feeling a certain way because of something and you need to deal with that on your own. Yeah. Along with that, if you feel like it might be on their end or, you know, the the competition and the, the jealousy or whatever, it's some weird vibes just mainly coming from them and you feel like you've done nothing to, you know, encourage that or to to play into that, whatever. Or if you feel like your heart is settled, but you think that communication is really necessary to clear the air and avoid conflict in the future on your own end and in your own heart, like something really bothered you, something that they did or said really hurt you and triggered that jealousy. And you just want to communicate that with them and be like, Hey, I actually really struggled with that. That was kind of hurtful. And I think it's because, um, you know, I, I dealt with this hard relationship in the past that just made me really sensitive to this situation. So, you know, if, if you feel like that's necessary to just avoid any sort of conflict or reoccurrence of that situation in the future, talk to them guys. It's so scary. I know for a lot of people, but it is so healthy. And I will say sometimes if you don't voice that to them, they might not even know you're feeling that way. And so you might start to like, harbor some resentment against them and they might be like, why is she acting that way? Or why is he feeling that way towards me or acting certain? Like when you haven't communicated that to them, it it might, if they don't know, it might just completely come out of left field. And so just having that open, healthy stream of communication. And actually we covered a lot of this like communication wise and just having healthy relationships in episode 18. Um, that was, I believe, on cultivating healthy relationships. So go back and listen to that if you want practical tips on ways to communicate and approach conflict with grace and love. Yeah. Guys, overall, just check yourself when Before you're... Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I love it. <laughs> just check yourself. Check your heart. Remember that you are unique. Remember that community is so necessary. Remember that a spirit of competition and jealousy is only going to actually hurt you and not the person that you're feeling bitter or or competitive against. And you can walk through business and life with other entrepreneurs, other business owners, other people in a beautiful healthy, supportive way that is going to change not only your heart, not only your life, your mindset, but also your business. And it's so key to surround yourself with people, whether like-minded or not, whether in the same industry or not, just people who are going Mm -hmm. to encourage you, champion you, and challenge you. So pursue that community, guys. Don't, Don't just sit alone in that silo with those walls so high, all alone, at the top, at the bottom, wherever you are. Um, don't just sit alone. Pursue people who are going to push you into your future, into your dreams, and who are going to come alongside you and challenge you and champion you to get there. 
Mm, yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you really took away some hearts to heart in this episode and that it made you encouraged to go out there and to really, truly cultivate and find that community. Um, and speaking of community, virtual online community, you can find us at Mrs. Lindsay Roman on Instagram, at Evie Rupp on Instagram, and at The Heart University on Instagram. And as always, we love having you guys join our Facebook community, speaking of community. Um, and that's also a really great place to meet other creatives. If you yes. are like the example of the girl in Arkansas or wherever you live, and you're like, I don't know where to find other people that are like-minded, that are in business, freaking join our Facebook community. It's yeah. our podcast community that I have. How many times can I say the word community? Um, a lot clearly I know <laughs> it's it's where we drop episodes every week we have conversations we just cultivate mm, uh, community in there and so join the Facebook group we would love to have you in there the link is in our show notes and then as always guys if you have just taken away anything from any of our shows please take two minutes to leave us a review and subscribe on whatever platform that you listen on um mm -hmm. we just it means the world to us and it helps us to continue showing up to continue giving free content and free education and we it it's one of our favorite things one of our favorite parts of our jobs that we get to do and get to show up with you guys twice a week now which is amazing <laughs> so thank you so much for listening go out and crush it <laughs>